So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcast with Wind Up Kid. We're going to ask him some questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired you to start the band, and what does the band name mean? Uh, well, Wind Up Kid actually started off as sort of my graphic design project back oh. in, like, 2017. Yeah, I just, I was in another band, and I was working, like, a bunch of jobs as, like, you know, a janitor and a gas attendant, and I just, like, I needed some kind of, like, outlet when i couldn't play with my band so it started off as like just a platform for me to like make my collage art and like other mixed media art and then once my old band dissipated i was like oh well i already have this like artistic visual vision let's like turn it into like a band you know and that's where it went from there that's really cool and the uh the band name yes um so i was thinking like when I was thinking of names, I was really thinking of like images of like wind up toys, mm-hmm. you know, like I was thinking about, uh, I forget what kind of commercial, which, which uh, brand it was for the commercial, but there was this one commercial that like really stuck with me when I was younger, but it was like about like depression medication. And it was like these like little like animated, like tinker toys. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, just feel like you're just not wound up, you know? Yeah. And it, go on like Lexapro or something and I was like you know sometimes I feel like the wind up toy just kind of like crouched down but then like when I see people or like when I'm playing music I'm just like really like excitable and like wound up like kind of how I feel like here like you know talking to you guys I'm like very happy to be here and I'm like oh this is the energy this is the zest of life you know so I find myself constantly like in states of like being like you know, super placid and calm, but then like kind of off the walls, excitable, and that's kind of where the name came from. Okay, that's really cool. I like that one. That's a good one. Um, so congrats on your newest release, Poison. How do you feel uh, the response to that single so far? It's been great. I mean, when I released it, it was back in June, and like, I I didn't really want to do too much promoting on it, like because it was a standalone single, and like. Basically, I just wanted something to put out, like, sort of in the height of quarantine, just more of, like, me essentially kind of shouting into the void and, like, you know, seeing who would hear it, you know, like, mm-hmm. a few who actually, like, care to hear it. Mm-hmm. You know, I also just felt like, especially, like, you know, the climate at the time, like, I didn't think it would be very appropriate to, like, hardcore, like, promote my new single, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just kind of put it up there and I was like, you know... If you know what's up, you know what's up. Listen to it. Donate to the Bail, bail Project, you know. And I, I thought it would be, like, my, like, most constructive way to, like, get involved during, like, the height of, like, like protesting. And, like, I, I try to avoid using, like, height of protesting or, like, you know, during that time. Because ideally, like, activism and protesting is, and if you're not doing it, you should be doing it now and tomorrow and forever yep mm-hmm. yep so that that's poison um but we're actually going to be putting out a music video for it uh january 12th so i'm pretty stoked about that i mean it's only like you know eight months past due but le- better late than never <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. i, I kind of have this really like I, I i would say it's like a good habit but you know it could be a bad habit of just like my mind flies in like so many different places at once. Mm-hmm. So I've always got my hands in like a bunch of different pots, you know, mm-hmm. like it's like cooking like seven meals at the same time. 
So like it would be so much easier to like cook one thing at a time, mm-hmm. but like I end up like cooking seven at the same time. But like it, eventually, like they get finished and like I put them on the table. So like yeah. single was months ago. The video's coming out next month, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking 20, 2021 is the year that Joey from Wind Up Kid gets his ish together. I'm okay. calling it now. All right. Okay. Calling so it at the end here. of 2020. Yeah. So organized you know i'm actually in the studio right now working on some tracks hopefully gonna have a release coming out in the spring and with that i'm gonna actually like do some organizing and get stuff together mm-hmm. in a timely manner yeah. that's the goal for, for for 2021 like wild man joe is gonna like focus and okay. get his ish done on time all right we're gonna basically put seven pots into cooking with one giant pot Okay. okay. Yeah. Consolidate all those yeah. tiny pots, put into one big pot, but it's gonna be the same amount of ideas. Yes, the Mondo pot. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, so you actually brought up the music video, which segues perfectly. I want to ask if there's any like meaning behind the music video or anything like that. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, the video itself, kind of like with a lot of the the music I make, um, is there's always um there's always like a kernel of how i'm really feeling like about the song and like the the theme of the song so for this song i think i wanted to be very careful when i wrote it because i didn't want it to uh appear as if i was like talking about like an individual you know because it's a song about like a you know it's definitely acknowledging like more negative themes than i'm used to like with my writing but it's about like kind of like be like writing it as like a way of catharsis to recognize like, Oh, like, you know, this is like a bad thing, but I'm recognizing it. So for me, the biggest thing with poison is it's a focus on like body image and like dysmorphia and like stuff that people struggle with, I think on the day to day where it's like the person you're looking at in the mirror could be the poison that like, weird sort of unattainable goal that people tell you you need to reach that's the poison you know mm-hmm. anything that brings you down other regards is poison you know so i wanted the video to kind of have like in, in a in my attempt to make it as like light-hearted as possible like it's it's got a bit of like almost like a like a horror movie kind of aspect to it yeah with a lot of inspiration from this amazing filmmaker kenneth anger okay. so a lot of kind of like you know, mid-century, 70s avant-garde, like, short filmmaking, like, elements to it. Yeah. Really excited for people to see it, because I always find, like, with music videos, for me, it's basically a mosaic of, like, things that I'm watching or reading or things that I'm inspired by, and I'm just like, yeah, this is this is what I look at, you know, when I'm not making music. Yeah, that's really cool. So it's like a little time capsule of what you were watching or reading in that time when you make exactly yeah Aww. exactly that's really cool i like Thank that you. um so back to your new single poison mm-hmm. can you tell me about your writing process for it uh yeah i mean i actually wrote that song when i was 17 i'm i'm not 17 anymore <laughs> um a little older than that um it's uh above five years so so i'm I'm older than 22. Um, 
but I have a thing where like I'll write a song and not quite know what it's about, you know? Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'll feel this like internalized guilt that like, oh, I'm writing songs about nothing. I'm like, this has no my life, you know? Mm -hmm. But eventually like I carry the song with me and you know, it could be like a month, it could be a year, it could be more than five years. And eventually like the lyrics like have this kernel of truth, you know, the kernel of truth I was talking about before. Like mm -hmm. I find it like, you know, in some amount of time and then I go back to it and I'm like, oh, that's what I meant. Like, yeah. you know, seven years ago when I wrote it, you know, and I'm going to put it out now because I feel that now. Yeah. yeah. So that was the process very much like I had to like experience or like find how to characterize what poison was before I could even have the audacity to record it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so speaking of that, where was your headspace at while you're writing this song? Oh, uh, pretty positive, actually. It was, it was post Christmas last year, you know, like I've been in recovery at that point for like well over like a year and a half. So I was doing really well. So I really felt like it was like a way to kind of like make some kind of like timestamp of growth or catharsis. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. Very cool. So is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while listening to this track? Oh, uh, I definitely don't want it to bog them down. That's like my whole thing. Um, my entire like ethos as like not only like an artist, musician, but also like a person mm -hmm. that you don't always have to be like one thing, you know, yeah. not everything has to be one thing. There's so much nuance in like, lyrical content and performing in like identity as a musician where it's like you know i have the acknowledgement in myself and the confidence in myself to know that i'm very good at what i do i take yeah. a lot of pride too but it's also okay not to take yourself too seriously so by that measure with like songs that i write you know the subject matter you know could be like a little more weighty but it's totally okay to like make a song with like a little toy like Casio keyboard with like robot claps, which I did on that yeah. record. Like, just make it kind of fun and have people kind of wiggle their butts to it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, this question should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe the single for new listeners in three words. Uh... <coughs> Pump out sadness. Pump out sadness. I like that one. Pump that was quick. out sadness. I love it. That's great. And then That's five perfect. Pump out sadness. Sadness right now. <laughs> okay. That's good. I like that. I like Thank you. the pair of uh you gave us two options. It's good. Yeah. It's something to work with. What exactly. I do. Uh so while listening to this track, what band or artist influences stick out the most, if any? Oh, uh, well for that track specifically, I was getting really into like this Swedish band Viagra Boys, mm -hmm. they're really cool. They're like this kind of like avant-garde, like trance punk band Ooh. where I really wanted to kind of like master this ability to kind of just have like a loop sort of playing, like yeah. as I'm like doing the song, like really testing myself in terms of how much I can get with so little. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I'm, I'm in the studio right now and I know my buddy who's been engineering us, uh, at this point, he's probably sick of hearing me like bring up Bo Diddley, mm -hmm. but like Bo Diddley is like my biggest musical inspiration. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, it's just his ability to like do so much with so very little yeah. and just make it sound like timeless and otherworldly is like something I try to bring to every recording. Yeah. Okay. Like, especially with the stuff I've been working on, like, I, I really like, I'm glad there's like other people here because if it was totally up to me, I would like make it the most like bare minimum, like the lowest of low fidelity, mm -hmm. which is a down, not what I want, but like, I always have this like inkling to do that. Mm -hmm. okay. But I'm glad like with these new recordings I've been working on, like, I think people are going to be like really stoked on them when they come out. Mm -hmm. Very exciting stuff. See, I like that you brought up the fact that you're trying to make your music almost timeless because I feel like not a lot of band and artists think about that, at least yeah. when they're working on their music. Like, sometimes it works out for them, but just the fact that you're thinking about, like, I want this to still be good and still work in, like, five, ten years. Absolutely. Then, I'm not going to write about a landline telephone <laughs> Yeah, that, that ish is outdated or, like, mm -hmm. you know, talk. I'm not going to have, like, AirPod in my song because you know how long are those gonna last you know i i've always had this mantra that i've carried with myself as an artist where you have to walk a very fine line between respecting the past looking forward to the future but also being a product of your time mm -hmm. so you want to have your music be indicative of things that have been mm -hmm. put it in the now and make sure that it can last forever. Yeah. It's kind of how I approach all my art making. Wow. Okay. That's really cool. Very I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to shift away from the music you've put out recently for two seconds. Uh, you did a drive-in show during the summer. I wanted to ask how that opportunity came about and uh, what that experience was like. I was actually there with my girlfriend. So, oh, no way. Yeah. Cool. Do you have fun? Yes, it was fun. Very hot, and my car battery almost died, but it was fun. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, on stage, my, like, heart battery almost died. It was very hot that day. Yeah. But it was so worth it. Like, it was the funnest day. Like, it was so cute that, like, my roommate and I, uh, Madison from Ogbert the Nerd, like, we were able to just basically, like, wake up that day and be like, morning, honey. Want some Shut coffee? Up. All right, let's go do a show now. Yeah. So it's just like really sweet. And especially like, you know, during our current situation, I, I feel incredibly privileged. And, you know, I definitely cherish that opportunity and the fact that we were able to do that, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. Very That's cool. Mm -hmm. And, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be optimistic. I think, you know, we are going to we're going we're gonna to pull through this for sure. And I think. We'll all be kind of seeing each other's faces sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, sure. yeah. Yeah. Maybe next year. Yeah. Hopefully. My fingers, my toes, uh, my buns, everything's crossed right now. Wow. <laughs> Everything. Everything. Everything's crossed. All right. Uh, so where do you see the project in the next five years? And, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a great question. I... I want to see it as far as it can go. Honestly, I, 
for, for a very long time, I used to be almost like destructively humble mm -hmm. um, about myself. And I wouldn't take into account like, you know, my talents and like my abilities to actually like do things in music, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, and it wasn't really in a way that was like incredibly constructive. So now I'm in a place of like, no, I'm going to bet on myself like fully because I believe in what I do. And like, there's people who believe in it also. So I'm really optimistic for the next five years, you know? Yeah. I, I can kind of just see myself chugging and rolling as yeah. I'm doing with hopefully like more people enjoying what I do and like meeting a lot more new friends, you know? Yeah. And just having the best time. Hell yeah. Definitely. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. And I forgot to ask, is this single leading up to anything? EP, album, anything bigger? Uh, definitely something. I, I will say that. Uh, I know my goal in my heart of hearts right now is to get another tune out in February, which sick. I'm really excited about. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Poison will probably end up somewhere, maybe on an EP maybe on an album you know when i put it out i really didn't think that far ahead but now that i'm you know my new resolution is to plan things and have goals for myself mm -hmm. you know i think a release of like a larger scale than a single will definitely happen in 2021. okay right. That's i will say for that mm -hmm. um so for the last couple questions we're actually shift away mm -hmm. from music and go straight to death row boom so if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Boom again. Yep. For a sec, I was like, death row records. I'm like, that's still music. God. We've gotten them so mm -hmm. many times. So many times. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Honestly, like, it won't be good, but it's going to be comforting. It's going to be the food that I cook myself at my, at my like, shed apartment every night. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a big old bowl of chickpea pasta with, like, just a crap ton of veggies. Mm -hmm. I'm talking broccoli, snow peas, cauliflower, just a big giant bowl, you know, just a giant bowl of pasta and veggies mm -hmm. with sparkling cider, an entire bottle for my side drink. Wonderful. Yeah. That sounds yeah. delicious. Yeah. So I'm combining that like i eat just about every day with uh -huh. something about once a year okay that's fair. that's fair. that's the way Routine that, honestly, yeah. asian mm -hmm. great i love it um so if you could live in one fictional world for a week where would you live uh, maybe just because my tambourine player and i watched the entire series uh, Hill Valley, 1985, from Back to the Future. Okay, taste. Because I don't know, like how how is how is life so easy? Mm -hmm. Like you know, to be like Marty McFly and just be friends with like a disgraced scientist, mm -hmm. skating around, like grabbing onto people's like trucks and stuff. Like what a, what a world? That'd be what fun. Distance in California. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Uh -huh. So I have the honor of asking the last question and every single person you've spoken to have said the most important question. What's your favorite color? Ooh, see, 
Madison did warn me about this mm-hmm. coming in. They were just like, yo, brace yourselves. They're going to they're gonna hit you with the hard, deep the hard cutting question. questions. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. You know, I would like to say, like, I gave it thought and then mm-hmm. I would come up with something conclusive. But I have not. I, I, I guess I, I'll have to ask for, for caveats. Mm-hmm. White is white a color. Right? Do we consider white we a can, color, or do we, we consider can, white? We can ab- consider it a color if you want. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to pick it. I was just okay. Okay. I wasn't going. Sure. Sure. All right. I think I think easily like a shell pink. That's been really kind of mm-hmm. resonating. Lately. Yeah, that's like a really light pink, right? Just to mm-hmm. confirm. Yeah. Taste. Like almost white, like super, just super like suave, like frosting on a cake. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a really good. I color. just the other week, like pink with like red and all that, and I was just like, mm-hmm. "It's my little like strawberry shortcake board." Oh yeah, I love that. I'm so excited! I got like these like red wheels for it too. Oh, it'd be so fun. I love to, like that. post them. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. Um. So as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything to go- that you would like to plug? Oh my god. <laughs> huh? Not nothing besides like the the video coming out January twelfth, and just follow my Instagram at windupkid because you're definitely not gonna want to miss out on my twenty twenty one. It's gonna be huge. Hell yeah! All right. Uh, well, thank you for sitting out with us. This has been Wind Up Kid, and we're the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>